Welcome to Testimony, a musician story. Heard at TestimonyStories.com and narrated by myself, Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. Let's get started. Forgive me all this road that I have done He said I see you, I see light He called me your son Now I'm lit up, can't give up Look what I've become And this race that I run It is only begun Now I'm full speed ahead, I ain't going back Everybody wanna reek, but it's showing that Everybody ain't real, yeah, I'm knowing that I see the lights in the stage and the likes on the page Got a hundred thousand plays, but it growing at You see me on TV Think this life is easy But homie, believe me, I grind you know what I'm about, reppin' my king when I open my mouth, reppin' my king when I open my mouth, ace to the sky, I'm still reppin' the south, pick any coast and they bringin' them out, they bringin' them out, they bringin' them out. This episode, we journey down south with Alex Faith and Dre Murray's Southern Lights, Overexposed. During our inaugural year, we spoke with Dre Murray, the Houston, Texas native, about his testimony and his debut Collision Records album, Gold Rush, Maybe one day. Flipping through 610 with the windows down. King Kong in the trunk, so you hear that sound. Transported by big bro, so it smell like a pine. He said, I kill you if you smoke, so no passing around. I'm just trying to make it home. Later, we spoke with his label mate, Alex Faith, an Atlanta, Georgia native, about his first solo project, At Last. We gon' start off on the bottom half of 285 Plenty cemeteries filled with partners and family who died It's my heartbeat, deep within my bloodline From racial history to the tears I've seen in mama's eyes Diverse city, many different color faces Let's talk about the music though, even if you hate it So fresh and so clean Although the two hail from different southern states They undoubtedly share a kindred spirit After the release of their individual albums The two traveled the U.S. together with the Southern Lights tour. Similar to the way Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson made Money Train several years after White Men Can't Jump, Alex and Dre just couldn't get enough of each other. So the two pals jumped in the studio and created Southern Lights, Overexposed. The first track, Overexposed, featuring Chauncey Johnson, explains their heart and purpose for creating this album. Uh, they don't feel you. Let me tell you about the place that we come from. A block away from my house right now. It's the queen sending all she got on the corner. Got homies right now with the work trying to pay their bills selling marijuana. My bad homie, I don't play those games. I'm trying to stay away from drama. Middle American white kids, they ain't never heard nothing like this. Mama on the couch, strung out. These fans coming through the door and they taking her kids and slitting her wrist. They don't want to hear about Jesus sitting in the pews of prosperity preachers. Got a mansion in the birds in the church in the hood, but the Lord sees all when it come down to it and the blood of many young men slain cries out in the street. Feel the pain in my words, feel the death in this beat. We were set up for defeat, so close to the heat. Born with the barrel of a gun in your face. Grown up now, we got a gun in his waist. Racism is strong, see the Confederate flag. Don't call the police, you know better than that. Class bury us if we try to get paid. Got your mama in the line for the federal aid. No student loans, she trying to keep her home. I think it's something wrong with the way this is. So we stand for justice in the face of this. This is where I'm from, it's in my face, you dig. I know the answer is Christ on the street. Cliche maybe, I just hope we see amen. Yeah. Answer is Christ on the tree. Cliche maybe, yeah. I just hope we see amen. When the cards to the devil ain't fair, oh, it can get so lonely 
we did a We Live as Kings show in Rhode Island at a uh, youth conference. And there was maybe, and this is being, um, this is being very reserved, maybe three or 4,000 people. It was a great experience. It was a great show. But it hit me in that I realized most of these people at, at these bigger, you know, conference type events don't even really know who we are. They're just, they're just digging the music and they're excited to be seeing hip hop in front of them. Uh, and that's cool. But the reason why that stuck out is it was contrast because the very next day, Dre and I flew back to Dallas uh, that morning and then we drove out to the middle of nowhere in Texas. And we did, I think it, it's either the largest maximum security prison in the country or one of the largest maximum security prisons in the country. Definitely in Texas, I think. And and we performed for the inmates there. And the the difference between doing a, a, a youth conference for thousands of young teenagers and, and, and high schoolers and, and some, some college age people was way different than doing a show for, you know, guys who had been locked up for longer than I've been alive. Some of the conversations that we had, we discovered a lot of things about these men. And after that experience, there were people that came up to Dre. There were people that came up to me. We had conversations. There were some people who were actually in that prison who remembered seeing Dre playing basketball in Houston. You know, all of the white guys came up and talked to me. All of the black guys went and talked to Dre. And I remember leaving there being like, man, I feel so unfulfilled by the big, you know, shows and the, and the youth conferences, I feel more effective. I feel, I feel like I'm being used better. These are the people who need to hear that Dre and I come from the same place. We have similar experiences, similar backgrounds. That was the change for us. It was like, I don't necessarily want to walk away going, man, we killed that show or, Hey man, that was a dope song. You know, we're, we're killing it in the rap game. It was more like, man, how can we, how can we change culture? How can we show people uh, a worldview that says that even though we come from this place and even though we have similar experiences, like the overexposed concept is, is literally just like the light of the gospel and the hope that comes with it. Like what you're hearing so far? Check us out at TestimonyStories.com. That's TestimonyStories with an S. Dot com. Where you can hear content for you and about you. Everyone has a testimony. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. 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 Where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Now back to Alex Faith's and Dre Murray's testimony, a musician story. Take a look at my face. When you look at me, do you just see my race? In America, just trying to find my place. Take a look at my, take a look at my face. When you look at me. Yeah. I woke up black in America, just trying to find my way. No compass for the day, beast roaming through the jungle on the prowl, got me feeling like the prey. 
Can a congregation pray? Slide box on the tube, infused with the thing you what to say. As the games they play, Eastwood in the hood, and he yelling out, make my day. That's why the sky's so great, why the flag's so blue, on the other side the flag's so red. My little homie from the east side opened up the front door wide, took one to the head. Nobody went fed as he laid in the doorway, cried out as he bled. And this is what he said, why I play the hand I dealt with my own kind, won't me dead. I'll just fold instead, take a look at my face. Alex and Dre have always used their words to paint explicitly the life and culture they see around them. But in Wake Up, they tackle issues that cross state lines. We led with that as a single, and it's interesting that we did because we, we wrote that song and, and the concept, you know, before the Ferguson, Missouri news headlines, before Michael Brown, before uh, Eric Garner, before, like, this was, this was a while ago um, when that song was done. And that song is really close to both of us because it... it we we have so Dre and I both have uh, similar similar experiences in in general as far as upbringing, uh, you know, being being Southerners is a big part of it, but also being from from underserved communities and, and experiencing life in a way that is somewhat unique as opposed to the American uh, majority. And so we have that perspective in general that that is sensitive to to issues like police brutality or or, or just in general unjust policing. Because we've seen it, we have experienced it, and it just happens too often in our communities for us to not really say anything about it. He he definitely experienced, you know, being black in America. I definitely experienced being white in America on a daily basis because that's just that's who we are. But he's married to someone who has experienced being white in America, and I'm married to someone who has experienced being black in America. And I always felt like I had a good understanding on race because I have a mixed sister that my mother had before uh, she, she had ever even met my father, you know? And so I grew up, you know, with, with basically, uh, you know, society with you, her as a black person, you know, in my house, you know, every day of my life, I saw that um, I lived in a majority black community and I felt as though, you know, it was, it was a part of uh, my experience. And, and, and I felt like I understood for the most part, black culture, at least in uh, my city, I had a decent grasp on it. And then I got married and, and that changed everything. There was so many things about the black experience that I didn't understand uh, or, or was just completely unaware and inept of. I still don't quite understand and never will understand the things that my wife experiences, the things that Dre experiences because of the way our society is set up. We ended up putting Swoop on it and, and, and Swoop shared his perspective about how he feels policing is being done in this country. And so that song is really important to us. This song is important to uh, the, the people who are living through these experiences that we're talking about. And for me, it's, it's more so a song about loving your neighbor than it is about anything else. And that's what that song is all about. It's called Wake Up for a reason. Look, I woke up shocked in America. Eric G head locked in America. Televised got shot on a cellular, but not one cop locked in a celly, bruh. It's really hard for me to put my trust in police. Uh, when they live by the gun, but they die by the beach house. Chilling with their feet up. Uh, pensions and margaritas. What kind of lies are they selling us? That we post-racial? Because <laughs> we could post-racial memes. The king but never talk about the fact that he was shot by America. Before the movie, y'all ain't even know where Selma was. Should I act like Huey or Little Rock 9? When I know instead of open arms to welcome us, they'd rather open arms to the order Glock 9 right in my face. Testimony. A musician's story.
Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Connect with Testimony and Musician Story through social media. Find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at TestimonyStories.com. This is Dre Murray, and you are listening to Testimony, a musician's story, my story, other people's stories. Listen, pay attention. We do it for the money. Yeah, we just do it for the money. Tell us. Uh, we do it for the money. That's all we ever do. Yeah. Whipping in a Rari, I'm about to catch a body. This life ain't really worth it, but please don't tell nobody. Find me in the lobby, uh, five-star hotel. Ice style, shining hard, boy, this what I know. Well, rap about these places, but you know that I don't go there. Dre and Alex discussed the track Money and the reason why they added Houston rapper Reconcile to the track. The love of money is the, the root of all evil, and, and there's tons of people out here chasing money. Um, and you know, it, it, it's not going to last basically. Um, so, you know, as far as my perspective, I wanted to talk about just what I saw growing up, just the, the drive to always be getting, uh, and, and I saw it, you know, I grew up in the crack era, like when crack first hit the scene. So there was a lot of people, there were a lot of young people making a lot of money and there were a lot of, uh, there were a lot of movies being made about it and a lot of um, artists actually talking about it. I just wanted to speak to what I saw, but then the, the fact that that idea, you know, is wrong and, it, and, and that money isn't going to last, which is something that we, we talked about a lot. But um, I think that this was a little bit more unique just because it, it came from a, from a real place, like from a first person experience. So I remember talking to Dre like, man, I really only want to have, Southern rappers on the album, and I only wanted to be cats that like are the homies. You know what I mean? Like the dudes that we really, really mess with, and the, the cats that we've been on the road with and done shows with. And so obviously, uh, Reconcile was one of them dudes for us last year, and it just kind of made sense. This is for certain a Reconcile song. Like we <laughs> need to have his voice on this beat and make oh, it happen. it was a comeback. Yeah, so it was it was perfect. They don't understand what we do it for. Holy overwhelming what a couple bang. Keep my name in the street, they say on the man. Put fire on your lane, talking disrespect. Paper ain't right, they say it's up. One more got a bird for the fur for the soul. Put that right, they flip that twice, they hit the mall the sun. Ain't got time, but he hate to say the combo. Rebound the dispute. Ten years in parole ain't worth a couple hundred. Don't care how you cut it, boy. Look 
If you heard Alex Faith's At Last, then you are familiar with City of Nightmare. Please don't remind me, please don't remind me. Tell yeah. to find me. This area life that we live in, sitting top of the riches. The Moscato, we sipping, got them mottos in my land. And I said, wake up, homie. We don't know where we going. We living life like a schizo, because we don't know what we doing. Well... Just like Nightmare on Elm Street didn't stop with just one, in the spirit of Freddy Krueger, Alex and Dre wrote City of Nightmares 2. And I, I had my friend, Adel, he, he's actually, me and him grew up in the same area, and I was just like, it's perfect for him because he knows what, he, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. And so he came, funny story, so he left my house from recording the song, went to the gas station, and a guy at the gas station, not even a mile away from my house, ran up on him with a pistol and tried to rob him, like, while we were recording the song. So that's just the, it's like, he gets it. He knows exactly what I'm talking about. It's not something to brag about, and that's why more so, like, this version, I think it makes sense that it's kind of like a somber, almost, like, relaxed, like, dark, like, this is, this is, this is bad kind of song. You know, you can't do an album about the South and not talk about the fact that, you know, we're we're living in this dreamland that we think is all, you know, great and we're chasing money and, and status and power and, you know, all of these different pleasures. But the reality is it's, it's, it's all really a nightmare and, and until you wake up from it uh, and, and see that, that it's all foolishness, you know, everybody else on the outside is looking in and that's not just Christians, it's regular Americans in general who don't come from these places. They're just like, yeah, you guys are acting like fools. But we don't know that because <laughs> that's all we know. Wake up, wake up. Mindset, cake up, cake up. Gotta get a cup of dollar before I get follow in a white band take up. To be taking chances, saying in advancing. Reach for our hand and now we on the moonlight dancing. Yeah, yeah, and we soul. I done traded life for my soul. But till you walk a mile in my soul, your responses shouldn't be cold. I got money here, it don't fold. I got shooters up in my fold. Yeah, I'm sticking to the cheap cold. See, the story here will be told. See, this life is all that I know. Yeah, hundreds all that I go. Every day I'm checking that scope. Leaving bodies all on that flow. Yo, they say I'm Tony with it. They acting phony with it. You want my life where you feel lucky, try to come and get it. It was announced in late 2014 that the Southern Lights EP would drop in November. The first single was Decatur Street Blues, featuring Houston rapper Corey Paul, who now is signed to Collision Records. If you heard the original version, then you too noticed that the production sounds drastically different. This that south side, that west side, Decatur Street Blues. This the police is crooked and Clayton, you know. We got baby mama drama, ain't nobody met they father. And they telling us to push it higher, man, why even bother? I got liquor all in my liver, I don't know if I should try. Man, I feel so far away, got tears all in my eyes. Ain't nowhere to it all comes down to the you know production that all the production was handled by one producer that we you know are not working with and so that was one of those songs that was included in that other version so we, you know, everything had to be, you know, changed. Every every single song that you hear is a new version of itself. Um, and it was all done in, you know, maybe a week. We were on the, I mean, we were on the clock. So, you know, 
a, a miracle definitely happened because I think we were both we were both concerned. I'm very confident in Wit, but that was I mean we had like really we, there were time constraints, heavy time constraints. So this album's original uh, release date was November of 2014. Yeah. Then it got pushed to February 2015, and it's actually not coming out until April. So when it, when we say this month went through like changes and phases, like it's been done twice. But yeah, that original version, I, I think it was really great. I, I don't know if the, it fell on the right uh, ears or audience. I think a lot of people missed it, but that's one of my favorite songs. Dre and Alex are unapologetic about the type of music they make and how they deliver it. And they express that sentiment in forever. It's just one of them things where it's just like, man, like, I'm not going to be who y'all want me to be. And if I have been doing that or playing that game, like, I'm not doing it no more. So me and Dre did the Guy Belongs My City tour, and, I mean, we're coming on right before Andy Minio, who's, like, one of the top performers, if not the top performer in our circle. And, you know, getting feedback from him about our set. And one of the things that stuck with me was just, like, he's like, yeah, man, like, you guys don't do a whole lot. He's like, but y'all's music and y'all's personalities, like, dictates that y'all don't do a lot. He's like, so when I watch y'all, I'm watching two grown men rapping and and doing their thing and doing it really well and i really love what y'all do and i was just like man one i'm I'm like man that 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 helped me have some confidence because and i circle like the, the general thing is it's like man you got to be diving off of speakers and running around and basically doing the same song 10 times you get you get the same trap beat with the same bpm and the same goofy sample in 808 and and that's what works for the 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 traditional chh fans and Collision, we've always kind of like fought against that to the point where like a lot of people, uh, yeah, we had, I've had booking guys tell us straight up like they weren't going to, um, like we don't do show music and so therefore they won't book us. And so for me, it was just like, man, whatever. We're going to do this thing on our own. We're going to build our own thing. We're going to sell records without you. We're going to do the music how we want to do it. And if you like it, you can like it. And if you want to jump on, jump on. But but I'm going to stay who I am. Like, I'm not going to change for you guys. Now, that's not the same as, like, not growing and not becoming a better performer and not, not getting better at your craft as far as rapping, creating songs. Like, we want everything to grow. But as far as style, like, I'm not changing my style to fit with an industry that doesn't respect what we do anyways. And so a lot of, a lot of thought process went into that. But I was just like, man, look, like, I'm not, I'm not going to play the game. Y'all don't like us, you know, and, and y'all don't even know us. So I'm definitely not changing what I'm doing to, to fit any type of mold. No need to look at me sideways when I'm here. Let me make this clear. I was built for this and you know you like what you hear. Let me make this clear. I'm super turnt and it's just the life that I live. Let me make this clear. We not the same and that's just the way that I feel. Turn it. be this way forever. I thought you knew that I'ma be this way forever. Coming down, I thought you knew that I'ma be this way forever. And I don't know no better. I ain't changing if I wanted to. Cause I don't know no better. No better. No better. I don't know no better tell No better, no we don't know no better tell No better, cause I don't know no better tell No better, no we don't know no better tell No better Testimony Testimony Where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. 
Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Everyone has a testimony and we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. Download the podcast of Testimony and Musician Story on iTunes. Find out how at TestimonyStories.com. A Musician's Story. This is Alex Faith, and you're listening to Testimony, a Musician's Story. Yeah. When I was 33, I made my first meal. Same woman by my side, we in love still. Two daughters and a dog in a nice crib. But I ain't dumb enough to think that's where it all is. Me and Alex rapping on the weekends. Ephesians 610 with my weekends. Sending emails to top on my weekends. Pool of beats, now I'm swimming in the deep end. Just trying to stay afloat. Trusting in you, but sometimes I climb back in the boat like, just let me be. I'm staring in this mirror like, let's be me for a change. Sometimes I feel I want to. In the song Taking Time featuring Young Noah, Dre raps about turning 33 and having a million dollars. Did this southern lyricist tell a tall tale? I ain't got no money, but I feel it's pressure on my mind. All I'm dealing with, chasing all the dreams that I never get. When the light ain't on, I'm still a chip. So I don't wanna move too fast. I'm over here taking my time, and I don't want regret my past. I ain't proud of every part of my life. I actually wrote that on my birthday. On when I turned 33. And that's like the first line that came to my head. And from there, like the story kind of began. That's kind of, a lot of the time, that's how I start my verse or my story, whatever I'm writing about. It, it's all about the first line. And from there, it just, it kind of builds itself. So my thought process going into it after the first line was just, you know, all of this stuff, it doesn't mean a thing. Like a million dollars, you know, the quote-unquote American success story, wife, a dog. It's kind of a reference to uh, to Swoop, you know, on, on his project. Yeah, um, Dream Slave. Yeah, you know, to, to what he said just about the quote-unquote American success story. It's just an idea of this is success. And so mainly what I'm saying in that is that, you know, uh, none of that matters. None of that matters at all. That was kind of my mindset going into my verse or after that first line. That first line was just off the cuff. I'm not a millionaire. You know, I'm not saying it's wrong to have a million dollars, but it doesn't it doesn't matter whether I do or whether I don't. Like I still want to be a person of integrity, et cetera, et cetera. And that's what true success is is to me. We need to redefine what success is basically because at the end of the day, I mean, we're all gonna wind up in a box and we're either gonna meet Jesus or we're not. The two Southern storytellers share a passion for neighborhoods similar to the ones they grew up in. Together, they weave stories and messages that are specific to those people. And I know that the, the album is very niche Like, and we did it intentionally. Like, literally being back in the city that I grew up in, in the neighborhood, seeing my brother, seeing my sister, seeing my family on a regular basis last year. I'm like, I, like, I, I came to this mug knowing, like, this is who I'm speaking to. And so I know that this isn't going to touch everyone. 
And if you're not that person, then, you know, there, there are a million other people that are rapping, you know, they have a great, a great message. And if that's what you're into, then, then get, you know, go get that. Like the record sales, if it sells, it sells. If it don't, it don't. At the end of the day, if you don't like it, go buy something else. Because this was made with people that we know in mind. And I don't want to be like high level philosophical, like overly self-important about it. Because I think the music is good. Like, I think it's palatable to, to everyone. Southern Lights Overexposed may be an album about a region in America. But nonetheless, it is an album about America. No different than Mark Twain's The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, also known as The Great American Novel. In addition to listening to the illustrations that Alex and Dre verbally drew, the album is accompanied with a visual. That's right, a visual album. To find out more and hear the original testimonies of Alex Faith and Dre Murray, visit TestimonyStories.com. the basis of these companies that's charging a fee to turn the pages on the book they didn't write, a life they didn't lead, they gathered in the night. Just to watch them bleed That noose is still visible But bondage won't succeed Lord, come quickly Freedom is what we need Amen, 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 amen. When the cause